Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Just a Thought with Lainey Evans. I'm your host, Lainey, and today's episode is going to be episode 18, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys. It is currently the day before Thanksgiving. It's a Wednesday night at 6.23 p.m. I am sitting in my dorm room with the lights off and my fairy lights on. That's kind of the vibe that I like to set up. And I'm in my pajamas, I got a hoodie on, feeling very, very cozy, starting to kind of feel the Christmas vibes coming in, and I'm very happy about it. Um, there's They're setting up Christmas lights here in New York. There's streets that have lights hanging from the trees, and or like the tree trunks are wrapped in lights, and the Rockefeller Center tree is going up, the tree on top of Radio City Music Hall for the Rockettes is up all that fun stuff. So just definitely starting to feel the Christmas vibes here in New York and I'm so excited about it. Before we get into today's weekly segments, I just want to plug my YouTube and both of my Instagrams. My YouTube is Lainey Evans, just my name, L-A-N-E-Y-E-V-A-N-S. I post lots of fun content on there, vlogs, lifestyle. I like to focus on health and wellness easy recipes, but also I like to talk about things that I talk about on here, like mental health, just updating you guys on how I'm doing. I try to be very open and honest on all of my social media about how I'm doing and just struggles I'm going through and all that sort of stuff. So if you want to see what I actually look like, definitely go check out my YouTube channel for lots more content on there. And then also my, my main Instagram is laney.foods. On there I post easy recipes, motivational content, lifestyle, college life, all that sort of stuff. Just trying to create a platform that is supportive to people, motivational to people. I just want to be there um, as people's support and as a guide, if they are going through similar situations that I've been through, you know, I'm trying to be the person that I wish I had when I was going through all of these struggles that I talk about. And finally, the Instagram for this podcast is justathought.pod. Every week I will post a post on my Instagram explaining what the topic is or like telling you what the topic is. Um, I sometimes post updates on my stories. I post reels, all sorts of fun stuff. I will also be, if I ever do any Q&As or anything like that, I will be posting those on my story on that Instagram. So make sure to go follow if you want to be a part of an episode. I definitely think I'll probably do some sort of Q&A episode coming up here soon. Now that we got all of that out of the way, let's get into our weekly segments. First segment drink of the day. Y'all, it is finally hot cocoa season and I am so happy. Sorry, I'm yelling, but I just made myself the most delicious hot cocoa. Literally run and make this right now. Go get yourself a cup of hot cocoa, I swear. I did a cup of almond milk, two tablespoons of cocoa powder, and you can do like a liquid sweetener of choice. Um, also, if you just want to use regular like cocoa powder or hot chocolate mix or like one of those hot chocolate bombs, whatever you want, just go make yourself some hot cocoa powder. I did not have any maple syrup, so I instead used my coffee syrup and I have a like white chocolate mocha flavor. So I did like two tablespoons of that. 
not even, it was probably more like a tablespoon and a quarter, like a tablespoon and a half. And then I just used my milk frother, my handheld electric whisk, and mixed it all together. And it's super frothy and creamy and delicious. Literally so good. I'm probably going to be drinking this every day now. I can't, I just, oh, it's so delicious. And I feel like in the summer, I forget how much I love hot chocolate. And then once, once I remember that I can like make it, <laughs> during during the winter and like fall once I remember that it exists and I make it then I'm just like oh my gosh I have to have this like every day it's so good so yes please go make yourself a cup of hot cocoa so you can join me in sipping on a cup of warm hot chocolate Ugh, okay now that I'm now that I'm done giving all of my love and attention to hot chocolate let's talk about my past week Thursday morning. Uh, so I work Thursday morning. I work out at the gym before I go to school because I don't have class until 1030, I believe 10 or 1030, 10, 10. Cause Friday I have class at 1030. So I don't have class till 10. So I go to the gym before I go to class. Actually backtrack just a tiny bit. Tuesday morning, I was feeling pretty confident in how I was like looking, um, in my outfit that I wore to the gym and I was debating just going and working out in a sports bra. And then I decided, no, I don't think I'm ready for that yet. I just I just need a little bit more time. And Thursday, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, dang, I'm really feeling good in my skin. And it's back day. Like, I want to be able to just, like, show off my back gains and, like, be able to see my form in the mirror and really check and make sure that I'm doing stuff right and just be able to see what I'm working so hard for. So... Again, I was a little bit hesitant and I was like, I don't want to like make anyone feel awkward. Like if I do that, I don't want people to stare at me, all that sort of stuff. So I left my, I I put my shirt back on before I went out of the locker room to actually lift. And I got, I did my first exercise and I was like, oh, I just really want to take, take it off and just, just work out my sports bra. So I went over to a machine and I was, I was just like, you know what? F it. I'm, I'm sweating. Like I need to, I need to get this off. Like I need to just take off my shirt and be my sports bra. So I took it off really fast. And then before I could even think about it, I just started doing my set of the exercise I was doing. And before I knew it, I did my entire workout in just my, like my sports bra. And I am so proud of myself because that's taken over a year and a half for me to get the confidence to work out in a gym in just my sports bra. That is a huge step for me. I never thought that I would get to the point where I'd feel confident enough to do that. And I felt so good. And the the thing is, is I don't think it's going to be like an everyday thing. Like I was at the gym yesterday and I was like, do I want to just work out my sports bra? And I was like, eh, I'm not really feeling it. You know, I'm feeling a little bit bloated um, having some cramps, like, and I'm just not feeling super confident right now. So I just left my shirt on. But on the days that I feel confident and I want to, you know, check my form, see my muscles, stuff like that, I'm going to do it because I've worked so hard to build that muscle. I should be able to look at it. I should be able to see the progress that I've made. And I don't know. My my day on Thursday wasn't like amazing. I was still dealing with some of that sadness I was talking about in my last episode. But just that small win that morning made made that day 
start off on a high note. It's so eye-opening to me just to see how much progress I've made. I, I seriously, genuinely never thought that I would get to the point where I'd be able to do that. And I finally did it. And now I know that I can do it and it's not as scary as it seems. So if you are debating doing that, just do it. Just try it. Just see what happens because nobody can tell you no besides yourself. You should be doing it for yourself because you want to do it, not because you want to impress other people. Do it for you and do it if you're comfortable. If you're not comfortable, don't do it. That's okay. You can always do it a different day. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have for Thursday. That was like the one good thing on my day Thursday. The rest of my Thursday was like not amazing just because I was still dealing with that kind of sad feeling. Friday, um, I had classes and then Friday night I hung out with one of my friends and we watched the movie Interstellar. I said in my last episode that my therapist had given me the assignment to watch some sad movies to try to help me feel comfortable enough to express emotions, like to to bring forward some tears that I feel like my brain has been trying to hold back because I've been feeling sad and I feel like I need to cry, but for some reason I can't get the emotions to come out. So my therapist recommended trying to watch some sad movies. I watched Interstellar, not my favorite movie. No offense to anyone that likes it. I'd give it maybe like a five and a half out of ten wasn't anything groundbreaking for me, didn't really give me any emotions, didn't really shock me. It felt a little bit drawn out, but if you are into like space and time and you find stuff like that interesting, which I do, that aspect of it is very interesting. And I did like that you have to, it's definitely a movie that you have to pay attention so you understand what's going on. Um, And I enjoy that because it keeps me engaged and my attention doesn't go elsewhere. If you like movies like that, I definitely would still recommend watching it, but don't set your expectations high for, like, the emotional aspect of it. Saturday, I went to the gym in the morning, and then I got groceries, did my laundry, and I spent the day alone because I was feeling very socially drained, and I was still dealing with some of that sadness, and I just felt like I needed a day to be alone and really just spend time with myself, which is perfectly okay when you need the time to be alone take that time to be alone my friends asked me to hang out and I told them no I I just need to be by myself right now I need to take care of myself not feeling up to seeing people they didn't take it personally because I was honest with them had I said that it was fine and showed up and was acting like pissy or like I didn't want to be there yeah that can create a bad feeling within the friendship and might make them think that they're doing something wrong when really it was just me needing to be by myself. So because I communicated that, I completely eliminated the chances of that even happening. So this is just a reminder that if you need time away from people, if you need time to be by yourself, even if it's 10 minutes, give that to yourself. You can give yourself five minutes of just sitting in silence and focusing on your breath. That can make a huge difference in your day. You don't know unless you try. Sunday, I went to... What did I do Sunday morning? Oh, Sunday morning was, (laughs) again, spent editing this podcast. um, And I kept accidentally clicking out of it when I was editing it so it wouldn't save. So I had to re-edit the first section, like the, the weekly recap, like four or five times. But it's okay. Not a big deal. I got it done. And then 
I kind of chilled in my dorm for a little bit before I had to go rehearse different dances that I'm in. And I went and rehearsed at the studios with my two best friends. And we ended up, we rented the room for an hour. We ended up rehearsing and then we stayed an extra hour and 45 minutes past the time we were supposed to stay. But nobody had the room rented and nobody told us that we had to leave. So we were fine. And we were just jamming out to like a whole bunch of different musical theater songs. <laughs> we were like sliding on the floor and like dancing and singing. It was just so much fun. I'm glad I got to do that. And to be honest, Sunday I wasn't sure if I even wanted to see people then. But I had already scheduled to rehearse with them. I had scheduled the room. So I wasn't going to back out. And I'm so glad that I still went because even while we were walking to the studio, I was kind of like, I don't know if I really... Whoa, my hand just cramped in the most weird way possible. Ow. I was like, I don't even know if I'm really up to, like, seeing them right now. And it's nothing against them. It was just how I was feeling. And after walking with them for a few minutes, I was like, I'm so glad that I'm with them. That's such a refreshing feeling to have. Like, the fact that even though I wasn't sure if I was fully up to being with my friends, the second I was with my friends, I felt comfortable and happy and relaxed and just like myself. Hopefully your friends are making you feel that way too, but like check in and see like if that's how your friends make you feel. And if not, maybe question that a little bit. Maybe ask yourself why. But also, this is not about your friendships. So anyways, moving on. Sunday after I got done rehearsing, I meal prepped for the week. You know, the usual stuff. Um, And then Monday, I had school. I went to the gym. I ran to TJ Maxx to pick up coffee syrup because they have lots of flavors that are way less expensive than getting them at any other store and you can get them in like either giant bottles or you can get them in like packs of like more than one like I got a pack of three different flavors for six dollars which is literally amazing and then Monday night I watched the Dancing with the Stars finale with my friends in one of my friends dorm rooms and we spoiler alert about Dancing with the Stars we are so happy that Charlie and Mark won. It was, it made us so happy. So that happened. And then Tuesday, I had school again. And then I helped my friend move to his new dorm room. Him and his roommate actually ended up switching dorm rooms. So they moved, helped him move in. And I also relearned how to solve a Rubik's Cube because he had a Rubik's Cube. It took me, like, probably 45 minutes to solve it the first time and, like, at least a solid 20 minutes to solve it the second time. But I'm going to get back to being able to do it in, like, 20 seconds or less. I used to be so good at it and I stopped. Like, I haven't solved a Rubik's Cube in, like, two years. But it felt so good to finally solve it. And I did it all on my own. Even though my friend, he was trying to offer me help, I kept being stubborn. I was like, no, I'm going to figure this out on my own. I'm going to at least keep trying until I figure it out on my own unless I absolutely need help. And I figured it out by myself. So that felt really good. And then today was my last day of classes for this week because Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I'm not going home for Thanksgiving. Tomorrow, which I will be vlogging what I do tomorrow for my YouTube channel. So make sure to go check that out if you want to see what I do for Thanksgiving. But I'm just going to spend the day with myself and, like, treat myself and do some fun stuff with myself and just explore New York and see where the day takes me. But because it is Thanksgiving tomorrow, 
all of my closest friends are going home. So I'm all alone and I'm feeling kind of sad about that. Like I didn't last night, I didn't think I was going to like feel sad, but now I'm kind of like, oh, like I can't just hang out with them tonight because they're gone. I mean, that's great that I that I love them and that I care about them that much, but also that's, like, sad that I'm sad about not being able to see them for, like, three days. The highs and lows of my week. Let's get into those. My high was probably either being able to get the confidence to work out in just a sports bra in the gym or relearning how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Those two may sound very small to some people, but they brought me so much joy, so I'm not going to downplay the amount of joy that they brought me. Those are my highlights this week. My low is I have been feeling some anxiety around a specific person because I don't always know how to express how I feel. Um, and this is not this person's fault. Like, I've, I care very much about this. I care a lot about this person. Um, and I want to be able to express how I feel. But it's just hard for me to express how I feel sometimes with, like, newer people in my life. But I know that eventually with time I will feel more open to expressing my feelings to this person. So it's not even, like, a low, I guess. It's more just, like, bringing awareness to something that I'm having a little bit of trouble with right now. My goal last week was to spend time with my friends but also prioritize getting enough sleep. And I think that saying what I did on Saturday was definitely representative of this. I spent time with my friends throughout the week, over the weekend. I got plenty of sleep. And on top of that, on Saturday, when I decided that I needed rest from being social, I gave myself that. I took that day to be by myself because I needed it. So definitely think I nailed that one. My goal this week is to have a fun Thanksgiving by myself and to go explore New York City because I'm in freaking New York City and I've been dreaming about living here since I found out that it was a place. How am I doing on a scale of 1 to 10? Right now, I'm probably like like a 7. I would say like a 9, but my friends just left so I'm feeling kind of bummed about that. It's like a very mix of emotions. It's like half of me is at like bummed out level because they're gone, but another half of me is like super happy because I just had really good hot chocolate and I'm thinking about all the things that happened this week. So I'd say I'm probably like seven. I'll say 7.5. How are you doing? I hope you're doing good. I hope you have a good Thanksgiving if you celebrate Thanksgiving. I guess I should say I hope you had a good Thanksgiving if you celebrate Thanksgiving. And even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope that you have a really good week. With all that being said, let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is going to be how to let go of control. Now, I don't mean all control. I just mean like tense feeling of like needing to have control over every single aspect of everything in your life all at once. And how to, how to let go of that, how it feels... I don't know. I just, I just want to, want to talk about it because I feel like it is definitely something that I used to deal with a lot more, and it is something that I have learned how to cope with a lot better and handle, especially in stressful situations where I feel like all I want to do is be in control and I can't be. I want to start by explaining 
my experience with like being in control and needing everything to be perfect. For as long as I can remember, I have always, I had always been, I'm not as much anymore because I've worked on it a lot, but I had always been a people pleaser. And part of being a people pleaser for me was showing that I was in control of everything, that I got to decide everything for myself and also do everything perfectly without making mistakes. For example, I talked about this in either my last episode or two episodes ago, my experience with like AP classes and how that changed my life because in school I always had this feeling of needing to have straight A's. Um, Or even when I was in elementary school, we did like a scale of like one to four, four was the best you could get and one was like not good. And if I got like a three on my report card when I was younger, I would freak out because I didn't think that that was good enough. It it always has just felt like I've needed to be perfect. I want to impress people. I want to make people proud. I want people to look at me and say, yeah, she has everything together. She's in control of everything. And I didn't want to give other people the chance to screw that up for me. One easy example is like school projects. I was always the person that would just take on the pressure of doing like the entire project because I was so scared to let other people have control over other aspects of the project. Or if other people were willing to do work in the project, I would decide what they could do because I wanted to make sure that the main part of the project was exactly how I wanted it to be and that they couldn't mess that up for me. And I know that this can seem like very small, but this carried into other aspects of my life as well. The feeling of needing control carried into my relationship with food and my body. I didn't like the way that I looked and I was not doing great mentally. So because I couldn't control those things, I controlled what I ate and exercise and how I talked to myself and I controlled it in an unhealthy way because I wouldn't eat and I over-exercised and I talked to myself badly and let myself fall deeper and deeper into my depression and my anxiety because that is all I knew how to do. I took control to an extreme that should not have been allowed for me to take it to, but I did because no nobody can really tell you to stop that that's for you to decide with that being said though I've also had the complete opposite experience um, as being a people pleaser for a majority of my life um, I've had the experience of 100% letting other people control me and my decisions out of again wanting to please them one specific example is with my ex now as I've said before past episodes out of respect for them I'm not going to talk too much about this but this was I think something that I I do think went both ways but I specifically know that there were definitely times where I would just let them decide everything and choose everything and just agree with everything they said because I didn't want to upset them and I'm sure that that person has had done the same for me at certain times too which really isn't helping anyone but that's not what this episode is about. So that was just an example I could think of off the top of my head. Also, just adults, um, people that are older than me, that obviously people that are older than me, you, you would expect them to 
know more than you and to be right about stuff, but letting them control every single aspect of your life is not right. You should have some say and should be more of a a collaborative choice or at least a discussion before people just decide for you what you're going to do. And I think that if you just let people make that choice for you 100% of the time, you're never even going to know what it is you actually want. Um, I used to be a very, very indecisive person and anyone could, if anyone could talk to my mom, (laughs) my mom's probably listening to this and uh, my mom can definitely attest to this right now. My mom would ask me to make a decision about something and I would cry because I physically could not make the decision because I was so in my head and worried about not making the right decision when there really was no right decision. Like it could be like, where do you want to go to eat? And my brain would start racing with, okay, well, she's given me two options. Clearly she wants one of these options and I have to figure out which one it is and not choose the wrong one. But like, what if I choose the wrong one? Cause then she's not going to want that, but then she's going to have to do with eating that because I said that I wanted that one. Really, I don't even care what we have. I just want to make her happy and choose the right option. See, that spiraled completely out of control. You don't need to worry about that. In that moment of making, of, of being indecisive and just expecting someone else to control that situation because it's too much stress for you, that can be unhealthy too. It's important to find the happy medium of making, the de- making decisions when you need to make decisions but also giving other people the chance to share their opinions or help make a decision on something or let them take care of stuff when maybe you need a little bit less stress, being able to rely on other people to handle stuff and be able to trust people to do things to help you through the stressful situation can also be very important. I would like to share five tips of how I have learned to let go of control all of the time. But before I I share those, I would like to say that one of the biggest experiences for me was experience I had with my AP chemistry class of learning that I cannot control my grades all the time. My grades are not going to be perfect and they are going to change and I have to just do my best with what I have and I'm I'm not going to be able to be perfect in that. That was like the biggest like switch that like it was the biggest change that made me flip the switch in my head that okay I don't have to be in control of stuff all the time because when I'm trying to be in control of things I can't be in control of it's not doing me any good all it's doing is making me more stressed and making me panic and feel overwhelmed when I really don't need to feel that overwhelmed about it and there are ways that I can cope with that feeling so now Five tips of how you can let let go of control or how you can help yourself move through moments where you feel like you are not in as much control as you would like to be. Number one, ask yourself, why do you think you need control of that situation? Is it because, like me, you felt like you needed to make other people happy? Is it for your own benefit? Maybe... Like I said, with the projects, um, like group projects, you want to have the best grade and look, you know, like look the best. So you want to be in control of the situation. Is it because you're scared of trusting people and allowing them to have that space in your life to have a little bit of control over like helping you with things? Just ask yourself 
why why you think you need control over that situation. And if it's with pure intention and just because you genuinely just like in that situation, you need to have control over it for your mental stability, that's fine. But try to just dig into why you think you need so much control over that specific situation. Number two, and before I even say this, I'm just going to preface this by saying, yes, I know you've probably heard this a thousand times, but you've heard it a thousand times because it's true. Journal what you're feeling. I say this all the time. This is probably one of my biggest tips for like any situation, any scenario. Journal how you are feeling. I promise you getting those thoughts out of your head onto paper, or if you don't like writing, make a voice memo. Go on your phone. It's a free app. Go to the voice memos app and just click record and start talking into your phone and express how you're feeling. Again, it can help you dig deeper into that why of why you feel like you need to be in control, what it is that's worrying you, what it is that's stressing you out. Possibly you can brainstorm ways to for you personally that would work to let you maybe not need so much control or maybe you can come up with ways that other people can help you through that situation of wanting control but i promise you getting getting it getting those thoughts out of your head into some other form of media whether that's talking or writing or typing whatever doing that is going to help you clear out your head and make it not seem so overwhelming. Number three, understand that others are trying to be helpful majority of the time. I personally believe that most of the time when people are trying to not necessarily control an entire situation, but take leadership in certain situations or provide help in certain situations, it is in your best interest. It is because they care about you and they want to help you. Now, I'm not saying that there are never situations where people are using it for their own advantage. People people do that. I know I've done that before. I've admitted to it. I have taken control of situations because I wanted it for my own benefit. But I would say eight to nine times out of ten, People are doing it because they care about you and they want what's best for you. So try to be open to letting others help. and Letting others take leadership. And prove to you that you can trust them and go to them when you need them. Number four, which goes with number three, is relax. Let other people have that stress sometimes. It is exhausting trying to be in control of everything all the time. And allowing yourself to just let someone else take care of it for you. While there can be some anxiety going on in the back of your head, you could be stressed not knowing whether you can trust them with that task or not. Let them prove to you that that you can trust them. And with time, it will be easier and easier to relax into that and let them do stuff for you to help you and it's good because it can be more of that collaborative you know both people get to have control over different aspects rather than one person having all the control and the other person having none I would just say if you can really try to 
sit with the uncomfortable feeling of not knowing whether you can let that person do that for you. Let them prove to you that they can and prove to yourself that you have the ability to relinquish control to someone else. But also, if they don't prove to you that you can trust them, then next time, take control of the situation. Because sometimes that's what you need as well. Which goes into number five. Know that in any moment, if you decide to, you can have control. But it doesn't mean that you have to. I guess I should preface this again by saying majority of the time. Obviously, there are situations where people cannot control what is happening. But back to the school project example. If you decide that you all of a sudden want to have control over everything that's happening in that project, you can decide to do that. You have the control. You have the power to do that waiting there for you if you choose to take it. That does not mean that you have to take it. That does not mean that you have to take all of that stress. That does not mean that you have to expect yourself to be perfect in that scenario and have the answers to that scenario. But if you so choose to because you need it, you can have it. And I think that that can be comforting to know that if for some reason you need to fall back on that or you just you need that sense of control over something, and maybe it's not even 100% control over something. Maybe you just need to bring in like another... on top of what control you already have over a situation, you can do that. It is perfectly okay to decide that you need a little bit more control in a certain situation. And if it's with someone else, you just have to communicate that with the other person. Be honest because the only way that they're going to know is if you tell them, which I know can be hard. It's hard for me, especially because I deal with social anxiety. It can be very hard to communicate what you need with others. But one thing that I always try to remind myself is I don't know unless I ask or I don't know unless I try. And if you don't succeed, that's okay. But at least you know that you tried before you just decided to not do it. I hope that this episode was helpful to you. I hope that maybe it helped you think about whether or not you feel that you tried to take too much control over situations or maybe you've realize that maybe you want to take a little bit more control in situations. Either way, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. That is all I have for you this week. I really hope that you have an amazing week. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving if you do celebrate, and I will be in your ears next week. This was Just a Thought with me. Bye!